Hello, and welcome to the Right Constable and Skiing Client Spotlight. Today's guest is Dr. Mike Bristami, periodontist of Greater Baltimore Prostodontics and Periodontics and part-time clinical professor at the University of Maryland Dental School. Welcome, Mike. I'm so happy you were able to join us today. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So let's start. Tell me a little bit about why you decided to go into dentistry. So uh, as far as the background goes, my parents were amazing parents. You know, they took care of themselves health-wise, but unfortunately, they didn't take care of their teeth. And also at the same time, when I was a child, they kind of ignored my teeth also. So the first time that I saw a dentist was when I was about 16 years old. And needless to say, there was a whole list of stuff that had to be done. So five root canals and five crowns and God knows how many fillings later. I was talking to the dentist and I kind of looked at it and I said, well, this is very interesting. And from my own experience, I looked at it and I said, this is a great field. And from that point on, it was basically, what do I have to do to get into dental field? Wow. That must've been really hard to just have all of that kind of thrown on you at once. Yeah. But for my part, the lucky part was the that I was in Ohio at the time and the dentist was a super nice guy. He was willing to teach me. He was willing to kind of guide me along and, I loved it. You know, I, a lot of people, they have bad experiences or their first experience with a dentist as a pediatric patient is not great. So that carries out throughout the rest of their life. So a lot of the phobias that we have as adults start out in childhood. And for my part, it was kind of the opposite. I just actually had dental surgery myself on Tuesday. And uh, so sitting in a chair and seeing what the patient's perspective is, it's it kind of changes your eye, your view and how you view the patient. and gives you their perspective also. That's excellent. And as a patient, I certainly want a dentist that knows what it feels like. You know, a lot of people are are very scared and apprehensive when they get into that situation. So that's wonderful that, you know, you do come at it with that empathy on your end. And so that kind of sparked your interest into dentistry. How did you end up at your current practice, the Greater Baltimore Prostodontics and Periodontics? So I completed four years of dental school, uh, went to University of Maryland myself. Uh, after that, I went to Johns Hopkins Hospital for one year residency. My residency was the first year for that residency. So we had to kind of improvise and we treated everything at that point. We had a lot of cancer patients with cleft palates and basically hemistemi, maxillectomies and different cancer resections that they had done. I mean, treat those patients. So when I finished, I was a general dentist. I Worked in Columbia, Maryland for a couple of years, and then I decided to go back for my surgery and periodontics residency at Maryland. Uh, while I was at Hopkins, we used to use the lab that we have at our office here because they did a great job with uh, basically removables. So I had kind of gotten to know the office. When I got closer to the end of my residency, I actually purchased a little condo in Ellicott City, and which was an existing dental office, and I was going to basically start up a periodontics practice from scratch. Two o'clock in the morning, I get a phone call from my friend who was working here, and he got into a, um, his wife got into a residency in Florida, so he had to follow his wife down to Florida. So he said, you got to go and work at Great Baltimore Prosthonics, and I said, well, I already bought a place. I don't think that's, you know, that's for me, and he says, no, no, just go meet with them and talk to them, and one thing led to another, and the plan was to be here for a year or two, and then about five years later, I ended up buying the practice, and I've been here since, so. And I'm lucky to be surrounded with such a great group of dentists, assistants, uh, hygienists, you know, it's the whole team that makes it 
positive experience for everybody. That's excellent. And when you're speaking about your team, I know that you had previously mentioned your practice is a multi-specialty office. Can you explain what that means for your patients? Yeah, so as a general rule of thumb, most offices, if you go to a general dentist office, if you need a root canal that's difficult or if you need surgery or anything like that, they're going to refer you to a different office. So then you got to make an appointment at the other office, go in for a consult and make a second appointment, go back. There's a lot of, you know, logistics as far as transferring your x-rays, the communication between the offices. If you're getting an implant placed and general dentist wants it in this spot and the surgeon being able to see the modeling and all that stuff, it's a little bit of a challenge. What sets us apart is that we have everybody basically under one roof. So myself, I'm a periodontist. I do all the implant surgery, sinus lifts, anything, extractions, anything that's surgery involved, I do it. We have two prosthodontists here that do all the basically more complex cases, uh, full mouth rehabs, crowns, bridges, anything that's complex, they do it. We have a general dentist here also. She does the simpler fillings and single crowns and stuff like that. We also have a root canal specialist here. So she's here two days a week. Dr. Piazzi is here and uh, she does all the root canals and everything. So the advantage for the patient is when they come in, if they need something done, we can get it done relatively quickly. The communication between the practitioners is much better. We're in the same office. So if there's any questions about anything, basically they come and get me or I can get them. And it's basically a walk down the hallway and both of us can be in the same room and have the conversation with the patient. And then as far as, it's also the economy of scale. So the CT scanners and the latest and greatest digital equipment, because it's getting shared between five doctors, we can basically afford the best equipment out there. So it helps everybody. That's excellent. As a working mom, when my son has a dental problem, it's like you go to the dentist and then you go to the pediatric dentist. Maybe there's an orthodontist in there. So to have everybody under the same roof would certainly save me some time. (laughs) Now, we had also talked about how you're a part-time clinical professor at the University of Maryland Dental School. Tell me a little bit more about that. So that's one of those feel-good moments for me. I started there, actually, at the same time that I started at Greater Baltimore Pross. Um, I was working, at the time, I was working two days a week, and then I got busy enough here where I just couldn't do any more. So I did one day a week at the University of Maryland. I get to work with the undergrad clinic. It's really rewarding to be able to basically teach the next generation. And for me personally, my my reward is at the end of the year when I get the student reviews back and you see what kind words that the students say. So I joke around with them that I learn more from them than I teach them. But uh, it's also a, it's a two-way street that really I think the students enjoy having my experience as an outside practitioner. You know, when you're a faculty and full-time in an institution, your view on real life is a little different than somebody that's kind of sees both sides of it and has real life experience. Wonderful. And I always, you know, with these client podcast interviews, different industries have been affected by COVID in many different ways. And I'm curious, how has COVID impacted your day-to-day? So much like the rest of your clients, COVID was not fun experience. The lucky part on our side is that I've always, ever since I was a little kid, I've been a little virus junkie. So all the virus movies and all that stuff, I've been following it. Um, even the Ebola outbreaks in Africa, it's kind of interesting to read the news about it and follow it. So when COVID was coming along, you know, before uh, U.S. media started really covering it, 
I listened to Bloomberg News as far as the business side of things, and they were talking about the Chinese stocks and how COVID's affecting China and Wuhan and all that. So I kind of had an inkling that it was coming. So that was the lucky part that was able to order all the supplies ahead of time. We had more than enough supplies. We actually donated supplies to local dentists. I'm the president of Baltimore County Dental Association. So all the specialists that actually stayed open during the COVID shutdown, I was able to provide them N95s and respirators and supplies. We also donated a significant amount of gloves and gowns and masks to Johns Hopkins Hospital. So we were kind of equipped for it. I had some air purifiers and then because I placed the order early enough, we had basically adequate amount of air purifiers, commercial air purifiers. So basically all the supplies were there. Initially when COVID hit, I was trying to keep the office kind of segregated. So if God forbid one of the groups got sick, the other group can continue to work. So the each one of us would come in one day a week. Each of the doctors would come in one day a week and see patients. And then by the second week, we were basically, there was two offices that were fully open in Towson area. And we were one of them. And by the second week, basically all my friends that were general dentists, they were like, hey, can you see my patient? I can't see this patient. Or I don't have, you know, I, I don't want to leave the house or I don't want to do this. So we end up seeing a lot of emergencies for local dentists. University of Maryland Dental School was actually shut down for a period of time. And we were only seeing basically true emergencies at that point at University of Maryland. And the ones that needed some work that uh, University of Maryland couldn't do because their faculty and their staffing was out. I saw a few patients for University of Maryland also. So it was uh, good to give back to the community. And at the same time, we had all the supplies. So we stayed open and we were able to treat the patients. That's excellent because, as you know, a dental emergency doesn't really care whether it's convenient for anyone. <laughs> no, I can't tell you how many hundreds of patients we probably kept out of the emergency room because, like I said, there was a, in the beginning a lot of the local dentists were shut down, either intentionally or unintentionally, they were shut down. So, by just being able to see those patients, we kept them out of the emergency room. Another thing that happened during the beginning of the pandemic was uh, it was just observational on my side, but then later on, we saw all the research papers. Everybody was stressed, so they were grinding their teeth and they were cracking teeth at a pretty alarming rate. So in the initial phases, we saw many, many, many cracked teeth, and we were able to take care of those patients. Wow, that's amazing. Which brings me to my last question that I always like to ask to wrap up our podcast is, you know, you said so many wonderful things, you know, between how your office has been with COVID and how wonderful it is to work with students at the dental school. What is it that you find most rewarding about working at your practice right now? So I don't, I don't think there's one thing that I could point to that's kind of my top item. Um, there's probably a few items that I would look at. One is the ability to talk to the other dentist and kind of bounce ideas, you know. When you collaborate, you get the best results. That's probably one of the best things about our office being multi-specialty. For me personally, the best thing is when I see those phobic patients that come in for surgery or the patients that, you know, they've had a bad experience in the past and they come in and they're like, wow, this was nothing. And, you know, you kind of change their view about dentistry. You change their view about how the medical experience should be. And that's really rewarding when you see the Google reviews or when the patients give you the hug at the end of the appointment when they first walked in and they're like, I hate the dentist. And by the time they walk out, they kind of give you a hug on the way out. That's really you know, rewarding for me. 
that is so great. Thank you, Mike. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Right Constable and Skeen Client Spotlight. Thank you for having me.